Good morning. It's September 30th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's title is Too Good, and the music you are listening to is one of my favorites, the unaccompanied cello suite number one by Yo-Yo Ma. If you think you're standing strong, be careful not to fall. 1 Corinthians 10, 12 Just last week, we learned of yet another evangelical pastor of a megachurch in Dallas who has resigned. The reason he gave, I have sinned. So he judged himself and found himself wanting? For two millennia, there has been a pervasive misperception in Christendom. That misperception is that Christian leaders are somehow cleaner, somehow purer, than the rest of us believers. The truly unfortunate aspect to this misguided perspective is that seekers then look at Christians and conclude that they just can't be good enough to join this exclusive God club. That, of course, undermines the very gospel itself. It betrays the offer of grace extended to all. The very meaning of grace is that we are offered forgiveness when we are undeserving. Part and parcel of this distortion is that Christian leaders start to believe their own press they start to believe that they really are just a little closer to Christ, just a little bit purer, just a little bit more devout, just a little bit more faithful than the flock they are supposed to be leading. Paul warns of this error. A man too confident of the grace he knows has been extended to him, too proud, may start to think that he cannot fall at all. That's what our opening verse means. He starts to think that the temptations before him can be resisted in his own strength, because of the special status he's been granted by the assurance of his salvation and possibly the misplaced adoration of his followers as well. Or sometimes he just becomes so adept at rationalization that he concludes his sins aren't really all that sinful in the final analysis. Our opening verse above is less well known than the one that follows it. No temptation has overtaken you except such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able but with the temptation will also make the way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. 1 Corinthians 10.13 Note that it says, God is faithful. But you can't avoid temptation at all if you start trusting in yourself and your position, and you forget to trust in the Lord. Over and over I have heard people misquote this text, saying, quote, God won't give you more than you can handle, unquote. Scripture never says that. In fact, it repeatedly says exactly the opposite. You are always given more than you can handle, on your own. That's why God requires of us faith. Verse 13 means that God will provide you an escape, not that you may do so in your own ability. So there are two errors here. The first error is the layperson's belief that Christian leaders have some special status, that they are somehow less susceptible to the temptations of this world, and are thus somewhat better. This leads to the seeker thinking he or she may not be good enough to become a Christian. But it also leads to disillusionment and charges of hypocrisy when a pastor or an elder is found to be sinning. The second error is that pastors may start to believe the same fake news. The assurance of hope, which all Christians share, becomes distorted into an assurance that they will somehow be able to avoid sinning like the rest of us. Nothing could be further from the truth, and when they discover they are only human, their fall from grace seems all the more catastrophic. Yes, Paul tells us that grace does not mean a license to continue sinning, Romans 6, 1, 2. 
Yes, Paul tells us that leaders are held to a somewhat higher standard, and they should be. 1 Timothy 3, 1-7, Titus 1, 6-9. But he also emphasized, as did Christ, that we are not to judge, lest we be judged. Matthew 7, 1. And that there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Romans 8, 1. Being born again means that the indwelling Holy Spirit is available to help us, if we will only allow him. In fact, the very act of becoming more Christ-like, of sanctification, could be described as permitting the Holy Spirit to manifest itself through us to a greater and greater extent every day. So when you hear a story about a pastor who has, quote, fallen, unquote, perhaps he began to think in today's verbiage that he was just too big to fail and thus gave in to some repeated temptation. Or maybe he legitimately recognized a growing false pride in himself. It may well be best for the church if he no longer holds a position of leadership, as outlined by Paul. But he, like us, should remember what grace is all about. Christ is pretty clear. If we can't forgive others, nor will our Father in heaven forgive us. Matthew six fourteen through 15 That's what we need to show the seeker. That's also the grace we need to show ourselves, our brothers and sisters, and even our leaders. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. Just as your love for us has granted us undeserved forgiveness, so too must we allow the Holy Spirit to work through us to forgive not only our leaders who sin, but also ourselves. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.